We'll only avoid, avoid any confrontation with the enemy. He'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. I am confused. Being philosophically consistent and being a very honest person, I'm sure you can tell me where God came from. That you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. <laughs> because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. This is the Philosophically Poetic Show. What is up? What is happening? You are tuned into another week of Philosophically Poetic right here on XFM. This is your girl, Nazi Lee, and yet for another week of giving you the most. Listen, we are speaking about marriage and I've got a little bit of a surprise for you on the show today. So you need to stay tuned for that. But before we get into the show, you know that we're always going to fact of the week because I'm feeling so good today and I'm in such a good mood. Uh, I'm going to give you two facts because I found them both interesting and I was like, should I do one next week? Should I do it this week? And I was just like, nah, we can break a little bit of the rules just for today. So did you know you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away? The blue whale is the largest mammal on the planet, weighing up to 150 tons, measuring up to 90 feet long, and you can hear this thing's heartbeat from two miles away. And its heart beats um, at 8 to 10 times per minute. So it's not a lot of heartbeats, but like you can hear it from a mile, a mile away. It just got me thinking, was Jonah in this whale? Because he needed to be in a very large fish. And if this is the largest fish, how much more was he experiencing this heartbeat action happening from the inside of the whale? Um, if you don't know about Jonah, go read about him, darling. It's a juicy, juicy story. Fact number two, only for this week. Don't come back next week. Going naughty. Where's the second fact? It's only going to be one. But second fact of this week is nearly 30,000 rubber ducks were lost at sea in 1992 and are still being discovered today. In my mind, I pictured the great escape. So these ducks are talking to each other like, yo, we're tired of bathtubs, bro. And I know we've been creative for these things, but like we're tired of them. They're small. People squeeze us. They fill us with water. I hate this. How are we going to get out of here? And then they did the great prison break. 30,000 of them managed to escape. They made it into the wild. <sighs> and they're still being discovered until today, over 25 years ago. 25, just by the way. These things were on the run. They're still on the run. A cargo ship traveling from Hong Kong to the United States accidentally um, lost a shipment crate. And this crate contained these rubber ducks. So the great escape happened with what? Rubber ducks? Yeah. But we're going to get into the song for today because you know that radio has never been better. Is nothing without Christ music is hot music. So let's get into this one. It's called This Is Living and it's the Obed Rod Re mix let's go
going on this is adam gilly and you are listening to active fm christ music is hot music and marriage contracts and I did promise you a bit of a surprise but you're going to have to hold on to your chairs for that one coming up just a little bit later in the show you do not want to miss it's going to be a spicy talk it's going to have you thinking twice hopefully three times but right now we are gonna go into just a little bit about what the bible says about marriage because we all have these preconceived notions and we all have these listen this is what i want to do and this is how i'm going to do it and all of that different stuff but what does god say about it and what does the bible then say about it and this is what Genesis 1 verse 27 to 28 says, the beginning, right? What better place to look? It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. God doesn't say things twice for no reason. Just make sure. Male and female, he created them and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves we see what male and female he created them why because they would be able together to reproduce that's why the world is pushing everything opposite why because then there's no reproduction then there's the end of humanity if people are not reproducing but i was watching um a little video it's called the bible project go check it out on youtube uh, on revelation uh, and i was inspired to watch it by I don't know what, but I was watching it last night. <laughs> and um, it was speaking about the book of Revelation. And it, it spoke about the fact that when the new Jerusalem is created, when we enter this new paradise where everything is restored back to what the Garden of Eden was supposed to be. And now the presence of God is fully in that place and everything. It said, then we will once again have this promise and what is the promise we are going to reign we're going to have dominion we're going to subdue we're going to um 
rain over the birds of the sea over it's going to go back to the beginning it's going to be perfect there will be no more mourning no more tears no more everything and i know it's like adam and eve but like what's your problem bro but if you live if you live your life right and if you get to the end you're gonna end up in a place where we are back in the garden of eden but then garden of eden 2.0 this one sun's gonna be a lot and we're gonna be able to live again like how we were supposed to live from the beginning which for me just brought out such a beautiful picture of the complete restoration of god it's it's a cycle but when it comes back it comes back even better than it was in the beginning which is just so beautiful but that joining together, that oneness, that becoming one is something that the Bible speaks about very often. It doesn't speak about anything other than the male and the female joining together to be one. But now what happens is that we find things like marriage contracts and all of these other things that are popping up every single place trying to destroy the union that God um worked so hard to build i could say malachi 2 verse 14 to 15 reads as follows but you say why does he not because the lord was witness between you and your wife um of your youth to whom you have been faithless though she is your companion and your wife by covenant and when we enter a covenant with each other it means that the two become completely one i mean we look at the same covenant we're going to enter with god when we reign and rule with jesus it's not like he's like that is yours and that's not yours and listen don't touch that that just belongs to me it's a full covenant meaning what we join together meaning what we own everything together we have rulership over together do we deserve it no but when the two become one it is very easy to see how the bible in many times has said the two will join to become one you guys will perfectly be together but if you separate everything and if you put everything in separate baskets and this is mine and this is yours then you find trouble and in ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor either of them falls down one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them also if two lie down together they'll keep warm but how can one keep warm alone and we look at this if one person falls down you guys fall down together we look at the thing of debt and many times people are inspired to enter into marriage contracts why because i don't want your debt you incurred it by yourself but if the one falls down the two fall down together that is what god brought together as as a union where it's not you have debt what is your problem why did you go and fetch it you're so irritating and all of that no it's the two have become one the two have become one and if one part falls the other part falls if one part is hurt the other part is hurt as well so i wear this band often and i don't have it on me right now but i usually have this band wherever i go whether i'm at an expensive function or whether i'm just at a normal place and it's basically corinthians 12 26 and it says when one part of the body suffers the whole body suffers and when we see the two becoming one you become one body you become one flesh that's why it says that a man will leave his mother and father to join with his wife why because you guys become one it's not half and half making one whole it's two people making one whole and when one part suffers the other part suffers what's the problem is when one person's not happy then it's easy to go you know what I think I should exit this marriage now. I'm going to exit left because what if 
this person is not my person. What if I missed the boat with my soulmate? What if? And the problem with that is the choice was already made. And sometimes God has the person for us and then we make a choice and then that's your person now. You can't now say, what if there's my soulmate there and now I want to. But that's the problem. Marriage is so easy to get out of these days. It is so simple for people just to go, you know what? It's not working anymore, I thought. But it's not what it was. It's not what it used to be. That is what is happening with marriage more and more often. And the problem is we live in a world of what ifs. And because of that, we have marriage contracts. And we have all of these breakdowns in the marriage and in the family. That community ends up falling apart. And before we get into my little special surprise for the day, we are going to get into this song. I absolutely love it. You've heard it here before. You're going to hear it again. This one is Bizzle featuring Chini, and it's called Dawn. Let's go. Say this all year. Looking at the day with a praise, I'm amazed that we got here. A whole lot of shame in the game to the fame that we not here. A whole lot of pain in the game to the rain that we out here. Uh, they said that we never would see the day though. I see the sun rays of the day through the shade when I pray though. Life, what I went through. That graveyard life could have been you. It's not that I can't see. I just seen what the king do. Somebody take a bunch of rose petals and throw them over a stone tomb. Let a song play for the day. Make way to the throne room. Chariot those skies. Peace to the war cries. Sight through the Lord's eyes. Hail to the sunrise. Sunrise, 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 the king on the cloud with a trump loud and the big crown on glistening. A penny for your thoughts worth saving for anywhere that you wish to live. Cause when you a king's kid, the world what you fishing in. Let him hit a trump with the harp and the sound of the timbrel. I need to hear the lyre and the pipe with the clash of the cymbal. Chariot those skies. Peace in the war cries, sight through the Lord's eyes, hail to the sunrise. Sunrise, 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 sunrise
Philosophically Poetic and I promised you guys something very special and today we have Mr. Love Show DJ himself Mlindeni and he's going to be weighing in on marriage contracts. Mlindeni do you want to tell the people just a little bit about yourself and why I would ask you this question of every other person on the face of the planet? <laughs> yeah yeah I guess it's because like look you trust my opinion as some people might call me the love doctor you know from the love show because I give realistic advice and from personal experiences as well so it's kind of like you know you trust my opinion and it weighs much more value in a way but i'm saying that in a humble manner, yeah you know yeah but yeah that's what it's all about all right all right all right so now speaking marriage contracts and the first question i want to throw you straight into the deep end because um okay, yeah. yeah we're not gonna give you a chance uh, i want to find out when you get married which contract looks the most attractive to you um which one would you choose man it, it's 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 a difficult thing because i look at the one way like you know we we in community we in commune of property so what's mine is yours what's yours is mine you know like everything is shared across between both of us at the same time it's like you know if the person has debt then i'm also in trouble now and what happens if like let's just say i choose a different option where it's like what's yours is yours what's mine is mine what happens when i have kids now like you know the kids are obviously going to struggle like if i pass on who gets what but i guess the fair one is if we just share everything you know we just equal what's yours is mine what's mine is yours i mean it's like the Bible also says so that, like, you know, you joined with your wife, so she becomes part of you and you are part of her. So it doesn't hurt to share our earthly belongings as well. Okay, but let's say this lady has been doing the most, isn't it? Because um, she decided that uh, she was going to go to a weird place. And we're going to say McDonald's because that's the weirdest place to get debt. And she incurred a hundred thousand rand worth of debt because this lady just likes mcdonald's and mcdonald's was feeling nice to her only because they don't give the rest of us debt and they gave her this debt and now she's quiet about it and then you married and a year down the line mcdonald's is going uh mister uh you owe us a hundred thousand what then like what do you do now my god that that just kills the trust like in the relationship yeah. honestly like i mean if you obviously like you know you're seeing a person you're in courtship and you, you're like you're getting to know each other yeah i feel like okay you might not need to disclose everything about your life and all that but if you're gonna commit to a serious thing like marriage you need to let the person know that hey look i'm in debt look i've got problems i've got this problem here. yeah or maybe like people with addictions they need to let you know that hey look i've got this problem are you gonna be able to maintain that or are you okay with it or at least you just say okay look let's work on this before we get married yeah Maybe I could have advised her, you know, and said, okay, look, pay 50% off. 
maybe we can get married now because maybe she's marrying me for my money. <laughs> now I'm the one who's going to pay. Yeah. So if she tells me after that, that like, okay, look, I've got a problem here. I'm in debt and these people are calling me. I don't know. Like, I, I think I'll be like super, super angry at the person and just be like, look, you should have told me this. This one's on you. I'm going to help you where I can. But look, most of the money is going to go towards like the kids. Even if I don't have kids yet, I'm going to be saving towards when I have kids. So she's going to make up for it with her salary. Okay, so what if now this lady's like, bro, but I want to stay in the house. <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. And obviously you married me. So now the debt is ours. Okay, so marriage contracts say this. During your marriage, you do have the option to change the contract while you're married. So you guys can decide to go back and go, you know what? Hey, I made a mistake. Say he's crazy. Um, can we please re-sign a different <laughs> contract? Yeah. Would you then yeah. go into a different contract? Or do you just go, listen, you can't housewife here. You need to work for this. What, what do you do then? Are you going to go and change your contract? No, no, no. Changing the contract, I feel like that's also... it. it for me, it feels like kind of a bit of a... How can you say? It's like a premature divorce. Because now it's like I'm cutting you off from certain things in my life. And I'm just saying, look, I don't want to be part of this part of your life. So you deal with it on your own. And the relationship is just going to break off. Like, trust me, like, we're just not going to feel each other. We're just going to break up. So I would probably tell her, look, you cannot be a housewife. You need to get a job. The things are straining me. I mean, look, look at how we're living in South Africa. It doesn't, unless you're working one of those big time jobs and you're the CEO of this big company, you cannot maintain a house on your own. You need to have someone working with you. I mean, some people work with their siblings to get a house or something. So if I'm alone now, I'll be like, no, look, we're working with this together. And I would remind her that, look, when we started dating and we got together, obviously we discussed this thing that like, look, are you going to be a housewife? Are you going to get married? I mean, when we get married, are you going to continue working or what? So, you know, remind them of their promises that, hey, look, we need to maintain that. I promise to be with you through thick and thin. Here I am sticking with you, so I'm not going to break that promise. Yeah, I'll just tell you, look, just get a job, do something. Pay off McDonald's, they They want their money. Just pay them off. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> eat that Big Mac or whatever meal you ate, so you need to pay it off. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now there's a, a different scenario I want you to weigh in on. So the man is working, the woman is working, they get married. Now before they get married, the man goes, you know what, let's sign out of community of property without the cruel system, meaning that during the marriage, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. I don't want us to confuse our things. And then what happens is that they sign this contract. They get married. He goes, babe, I want you to become a housewife. I'm making enough. You need to take care of the house. So now this woman stops working. She doesn't have income. He, what's his is his. What's hers is hers. But now he begins to see Susie down the road because she's younger and she's more vibrant and stuff. And he decides, you know what, deuces. I don't want this marriage thing anymore. I'm leaving. Now she's left with nothing but... She was a housewife the whole time and he was saying he would provide. What do you think about that sort of situation? I feel like that is betrayal, man. That is that is horrible. Like I don't think I don't think you're ever gonna see heaven if you do that. Like honestly, yeah. it's it is just bad. Because <laughs> you took a person out of their job, they were enjoying life, they probably loved their career at that point, and then you said I will take care of you. Remember that also God loves keeping promises. I mean, if he says I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He means that. So obviously he expects the same from us. 
and you being the head of the house saying i'm gonna do this for you then you don't do it man the consequences are gonna be bad like you, you you like i don't know like i feel like i would advise the person that like look it is bad you don't own anything because obviously your assets are now gone because you're not working and all that unless he bought her the car then she could have a car maybe sell it move into a small apartment or go back home there's no shame in going back home explain the situation and i'm sure there must be some legalities that the lawyers can pull up with that can just say hey look man you need to compensate your wife a bit maybe there's kids as well so he needs to you know pay child support but yeah look honestly i'll say go back home sell whatever you have maybe if it's a car move into a smaller apartment and just start again like there's there's no need for you to chase and beg that guy just leave him but it's not fair because like now she's starting from scratch and she was she was in a she was in a better place before this man and now he's gone i know right now you need to pick up your career again you're probably not gonna get the same salary you were getting you're probably not gonna be employed again in the same place but i mean there's nothing else you can do like honestly the worst thing that a person can ever do is chase after a person that broke up with them or someone that's just like cheating on them because now they're gonna use you they're gonna treat you bad they're never gonna see your value and you're also gonna depress yourself you know so it's like just leave them just stay away from the person start a new life god will sort them out that's all i can say it might not happen now but at some point god is going to deal with the situation all right and then i just want to ask you this final question so let's say now you yeah. become serious about this person that you with you personally you mm-hmm. and then this person goes you know what sorry babe i know you want this whole in community of property thing but I don't want that because I want to keep my things for myself and you want to join everything and I don't feel like that's the best thing to do. Do you continue marrying the person? Yeah, that is that is kind of difficult because I mean it's like our values are kind of different on that. That is like it's like a game changer basically yeah. in the relationship because obviously it's going to make me doubt. Let, let me be honest, like a person that I am, I overthink a lot. So I probably going to assume the worst of the person that look okay fine we're going to get married maybe she's just being with me so that she can kind of like save up money and settle down a bit and then when she has a big breakthrough then she lets go of me because I've been obviously funding her because as a guy you do spoil your woman you do give her money whether or not you're like married in community of property but you're going to give her something of course I'm going to buy a car of course maybe she takes that car and goes to her boyfriends or whatever she's doing out there i'll probably think of that but at the yeah. same time i would make peace with the <laughs> yeah. fact that look i am into this person i love this person and me thinking the worst right now is not going to help what if i marry someone who wants that what the exact thing i want but then we don't last that long so i'll i'll take the risk honestly like i would take the risk but at the same time i would consult one of my pastors and ask him what do you advise on this what's up yeah yeah All right, and then at what stage of the relationship do you have this conversation? Do you have this conversation the day you get married, married, um, you walking down the island just there in front of the passage, like, by the way, can you sign here quickly? <laughs> what stage do you have this conversation? <laughs> I think, like, look, this conversation you can have it at any time, any time in the relationship when you feel that you guys are now serious. Like, you know, it's not that whole one yeah. month thing where you guys have been dating. You know the honeymoon phase where we're so excited to see each other. Yeah. It's just <laughs> we just been going on dates now. Like I mean, it's the time when we're like serious where we're like, "Hey, look, man, 
I feel like I've known you so much and I'm getting used to you and I'm bonding with you. Like, you know, there's that, there's a thing with feeling. So then that's when you can talk to the person. It might not even be six months. Some people actually bond yeah. after two weeks and they get to know each other fully. Some of us, we take longer than that, unfortunately, but it's when you guys are comfortable and you know how they think and how they react. Then you just, but obviously I think you don't just throw it as an obvious scenario that, look, I'm going to get married to you. I want to do this and do that. What do you say? No, you just throw it as in like a hint. Like, you know, I've seen people get married. They say, what do you think? I've read a book or I've seen in the movies. I think this is bad. What do you think? Then you get to know the idea behind the other person that, oh, actually this is what they like. And then, yeah, then after that, you know, shoot your shot. All right. That is awesome love advice from the love DJ himself, Mr. Love, Dr. Love, as you self-proclaimed in the beginning of the show. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your perspective on our love contracts. Hey, thanks for having me. Look, anytime, anytime. This is a great crossover, you know. We should be doing this more often, you know. Maybe you're really, also going to yeah. come into the love show, you know, one day. Definitely. I'm just gonna, yeah, keep you there. <laughs> All right, so that has been that for this segment. Let's get into another song.
that has been super spicy, super interesting. It was very fun to hear different opinion. Well, not really different, but it was really fun to hear someone else's perspective on things. Because sometimes I feel like I'm in my own mind about things. Um, but when you hear it from someone else or when you hear someone else's take on it, then it becomes interesting. And then you start seeing different perspectives and the way the world looks at things and the way things really are. And for me... I think that this is something that we really need to grab a hold of in terms of realizing what relationship is supposed to be and realizing where God wants us to go as a society because we find ourselves many times in a place of despair, but that is because we divert from the Genesis. We divert from what was created in the beginning. And when we get back to that, the more and more we draw closer to that is the more and more we will start seeing communities coming together again. And for me um, personally, if there's a marriage contract in place that says, let's keep everything separate, that means there's a possibility I'm going to leave you. I'm not sure if you're the one. And I just want to make sure just in case. The moment there's that just in case, there's a loophole. And that loophole usually ends up in divorce. And that's why opening these doors by signing such contracts. And you pay money to sign the contract. I mean, why are you paying money to protect yourself from yourself? Because that person becomes a part of you. It just doesn't make sense. But this is something that I felt was really, really important for us to get into. We're going to go into just a little bit more next week. And then we're going to start something new. You do not want to miss that. But for another week, let's catch up again next week. I mean, why not? For this week, this has been Nalzi Lee signing out. I love you, love you, love you. Peace out and God bless you. Bye. Active FM Radio has never been better.
shout in victory.